Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No one cares about your life. And they do, and why should they? No. They're trying to escape, escape theirs. Absolutely. So you give them what they came for, but the difference is not everybody and not everyone comes for the same thing. Mm-mm. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business, learn something, laugh at something. <laughs> On today's episode, we will share with you our podcast journey, why we started the podcast, and what it's like for us working in the restaurant. We'll talk about all those things that we have to do to produce this podcast. But first, the intro. Tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a As usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Firstly, I want to thank everyone out there. We get a lot of feedback. People are in the comments. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, that's one way to reach us directly. So we want to say thank you. If you do like this uh, this episode or this show and you haven't yet taken the time to either give us a review, take about a minute to do so. If you have less than that. Holla at your boys. Yeah. Give us a comment <laughs> or you could even write to us. We're on uh, Instagram, The Modern Way to Podcast. And... The modern waiter at gmail.com. Boom. Let's get right into the show. And as usual, I like to talk about how we come about shows. And this is a little bit different because we're going to talk about why we even started the podcast. Yeah. And so <clears throat> from what I remember, the there were little drops in the bucket started for me. But the one thing that I remember kicking it off was we worked together mm-hmm. at the old place. I say the old place, yeah. it's still your place. And I waited on a gentleman and his wife, and we were talking about the dishes on the menu, and I said, oh, I, 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 I'm unable to delineate between those two. I think you'll enjoy them both. Mm-hmm. And he stepped back and he looked at me and he says, delineate? He goes, you must do something else. What else do you do? <laughs> I said, why do I have to do something else? I didn't say that to him, but... Yeah, that's what you were thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And and those types of things, do those things happen to you? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was that, and then I've had other guests that say to me, you know, you must do something else. You know, what else? Are, well, yeah. or, or what do you want to do with yourself? Self, yeah, oh, that happens all the time. Yes. <laughs> and so that is the 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 genesis of yeah. me wanting to do this podcast because, uh, as usual, I want to showcase this business as a way that you can make money. It's a way that you can make short-term money. Mm-hmm. It could be a transition job or it could be the, your, your professional. Yeah, yeah, it could be your, your livelihood. And, and so... I am naturally uh, a teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm naturally a person that wants to help, and this 
I did think about it, and this was before the pandemic. Yeah. We started, uh, what? At 18, right? Uh, oh, yeah, 2018. Whatever, four or five years ago. Is. Yeah, 2018. <laughs> yeah. So we started there, and I approached Danny about, I can't even imagine not doing it with uh, <laughs> with you, because how dry would that be, you know? Uh, I really, I approached you, and I said, hey, this is what I want to do. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you remember much about it? I do. I mean, he came to me. He goes, uh, "I got this idea, and uh, I think it'd be perfect for us." And he, he was talking about um, he wanted to do a podcast. I was like, "Oh, I said, well, you know, like, what do you know about podcasts?" I was trying to ask him, <clears throat> and I said, "Well, obviously, I have the the background in um, broadcasting and stuff, and we kind of just were we end up streamlining the whole idea together." Mm-hmm. Um, but it was his baby, and uh, I was just happy to be a part of it. Yeah, I, and I'm happy to have you because, as we found out quickly, it's you are a necessary part to everything that you know. It's like a yin and yang. Yeah. We are, we are same, same but different. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like positive and negative yeah. works together to make an electrical charge, and uh, I I do enjoy it. And uh, I tell people there was just one show that you missed, and. Boy, was that! It was a decent show. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. I didn't like it. I even like when when sometimes you know I have a guest and and it's me and the guest yeah. and not you because you have that that spark that really lifts me. Otherwise, whew, <laughs> we're just talking here. I'm, yeah, I'm dry, dry. <laughs> you know, they say play to your strengths, so yeah. uh, you know it's, it, it's good. And so I want to talk about get a little personal about. Yeah what it's like for us to work in a restaurant and what it's like to produce this thing called this this modern way to podcast. So in the beginning it was just I don't even know like I remember you said oh let's start with the the, the restaurant first. Okay. Let's 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 let them in. And in general broad stroke working in a restaurant I liken it like it, it's I liken it to controlled chaos. Yes, absolutely. And so the more you really, really, you have to control yeah. as much as you can, but you also have to understand that. You got to let things be what they are. Yeah. It, it has to have a certain kind of balance to it. There has to be. Yeah. There are rules, but there are a lot of exceptions to the Absolutely. rules. And it almost has to be that way. Yeah, you live in, you live in a gray area. You live in a gray area. <laughs> because guests guests kind of want what they want. Yes. You know, and, and at the end of the day, we talked, we had a show about this, about customers always right. They're not always, always right, right, but they are always the customer. Absolutely. You need people walking through those doors. Absolutely. So that is valuable. Absolutely. Now you don't want them to walk all over you. Yeah, no. There, 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 has, to be, there has to be boundaries. Yes. But, th- but they should also feel like they're the customer, if that yes. makes sense. You know what I mean? Yes. There does need to be boundaries, but they need to feel like they're still the customer. Yes. How many times have, have you gone? I know I've gone places where I don't feel like the customer. Exactly. Not that I'm trying to abuse the, the company, but what am I, why am I here? Mm-hmm. You know, I could cook at home. Exactly. I can go across the street and get something to eat. So why am I here? You need to give me a, something. Yeah, value. Give me, give me value. Yeah. And, and I, I think there are some places that they don't give you value. They don't, they don't value you as a person. Yeah. They, you know, they, they reduce you to a number, a number or numbers or product and mm-hmm. things like that. And, and people feel that. Yeah. You, that personal touch is huge. That's why anyone goes almost anywhere. Yeah. Because all things considered, the lowest common denominator is food. Mm-hmm. 
it may or may not be good food. Let's not even talk about that. But people come back to your place because the owner might be there and he may recognize you. You know, you might have a favorite waiter or just have that feel of the place. Absolutely. Have a connection for the property, the Mm -hmm. the environment, the the physical. um, It it might not even be the server in general. It it could be, like you said, it could be the. We're exactly where it's at. It can be yeah. the, the nostalgia it gives you. It can be that feeling that you get when you walk through the door. Yes, absolutely. And you you have to recognize that. Yeah. And so I'll give you an example. It was, I don't even remember if it was Christmas Eve, but it, it's, it was very recently. I was inside. We have a, we have a dock, we have mm-hmm. a patio, and then we have inside. We I, I was inside. And there was a foretop that wanted to sit outside we were booked but as we've learned on previous shows just because you see open tables doesn't mean that you can Can't. sit there absolutely and so guests don't understand that and it's almost to the point where they don't they don't necessarily have to. to no they yeah it, it, i mean how how do you handle that it depends on the situation you know like well i'm a first come first serve restaurant so if that table is available because you guys have reservations, you have to deal with more than I do. Yeah. Um, if the table is actually available and we're not on a wait, mm-hmm. I let them do what they need to do. Yeah. Um, but I also let them know that hey, you have to go speak with the host just to make sure that that table is not already accounted for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There has to be accountability across the board somewhere. Yeah, because the 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 yeah, table yeah, might I, be I, at the bar. Exactly. I don't want to step on somebody's toes and they're they're walking to the table and they're like, mm-hmm. "Where's my table at?" Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important. Necessary. I would the way I would handle that is to not take outdoor reservations at all mm-hmm. everyone every single re- reservation would be for inside and then as you come in upon availability you can have outside Sorry, yeah that's how i would handle that but we don't we take you know we we try to accommodate, accommodate. Mm-hmm. as much as possible and this guy was being sat inside and he was swearing at the hosts you know i see effing open tables and this and that i just that i don't care it doesn't, and it didn't, but our our manager came over and and pulled him aside and asked him, you know, he, and he smiled. He said, okay, well, where would you like to sit? You know, he, he just really wanted to have the, the guests talk and open yeah. up and, you know, feel good that we are able to at least entertain and, and figure yeah. out how we can, you know, yeah, have a solution. Remember this situation. Yeah, it wasn't like a no. And, you know, we just did a, a last show about, you know, a delayed no is better than, you yeah. know. Than, than, than a straight no. Yeah, a straight dry no. <laughs> and so I started and he was very nice to me, as as he should, because the way I present myself yeah. is, uh, you know, I'm not having certain things. <laughs> and we started the, 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 the table off and my manager was going to move him. And I said, I think he's fine there and things like that. But as he got more of the of the situation, because I don't think the host really told him how abusive this guy was mm-hmm. and he was going to move him, all of a sudden I don't see the table. I was like, where'd he go? I mean, usually if you move a table, they let me know. I could yeah. move the drinks over and things like that. Kick them out. Can't talk to our host like that. Yeah. You know, because then you're empowering him to do that again. Again, absolutely. Whether it be out elsewhere or somewhere else. And that's very important Mm -hmm. because you don't go to work to take abuse from people. No. You know, they. I think sometimes people forget that, hey... Just we're, because, just working. Yeah. we're just working just because <laughs> I'm wearing an apron and all that stuff. And you're not really necessarily taking it personally, but I don't care what anybody says. 
Business is personal. It, yeah, absolutely. That, at least it is to me. I, I, I don't understand how it, it cannot be because you, you show up, you put your heart and soul in it, and you're, you're a face. Maybe if it's impersonal, you're on a computer, but it's still... It's a, still a personal aspect yeah, to it, absolutely. You're still giving, giving service. And so working... I like my schedule days in a row. There's some people who have, you know, off one day, on, off, the on, next off. day. Yeah, I can't do all that. Or every day, yeah. every week is a different schedule. I haven't had that in years. Years. I, I mean, I can't do years. it. Years. Yes. I need a predictable structure. life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I need that structure. And each each table it's like a magic trick. Mm-hmm. You know, you're we're like magicians. And we're doing street magic or, or magic in an arena. Every table is a little magic trick. Yeah. How do you, how do you, in your mind, categorize what we do in, in the restaurant? It's the show, baby. It's a show. It's the show. It's like uh, when you go to Disney. <laughs> yeah. oh, those people, man, yeah. they're amazing. Because they are a character. And that's they're what they're called, you, too. They, 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 that, the thing when you go. Like cast members or yes, something like exactly. that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's important. That's a that's an important concept because no one cares about your life, and they and why should they? they no. They're trying to escape escape theirs. Absolutely. So you give them what they came for, but the difference is not everybody and not everyone comes for the same thing. Mm-mm. We did do a show on you know reading your tables yeah. and things like that and you have to understand you have to read each situation each situation could be different some people want a little personal touch some people want a little bit like you said, it can be drier it can be more you know approachable but not um and directly in their face kind of thing yes agreed you know some some people are there for the food yeah. they just want to eat or some people are there for the experience or some people are there to show you know the birthday girl or birthday boy a good time Absolutely. feel special and things mm-hmm. like that so really quickly you have to be that. You have to read the situation right away. You have to read the situation right away. It's like being an animal doctor. You know, you <laughs> yeah, got, you, you, from a chicken to a horse, those are completely different. Absolutely. You got to know the different needs and mm-hmm. and things like that. And so, when I approach a table, I imagine the table is me, and then I go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, because then I'm much more, you know, uh, engaged and, and listening. And seeing the body language, I'm big on body language, I'm big on reading the table, we've done this uh, several times. So then getting personal, I I know people who have been in the business that are listening, knows exactly what we're talking about. So let's say my 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 shift starts at four or four thirty or whatever, and you have to get ready and you have to commute. Mm -hmm. So then you're eating at two, three. Maybe. If, if you eat it all before you go to work. If you eat it all before you go to work and then you go to work. I I just uh was with my uh with my family friend and she was asking me about eating at work. I said, There's no time. And by the time I'm ready, the kitchen's closed. Yeah. And they're not trying to cook for me. So it's like you have this long gap where you're hungry. Yeah. You know, or possibly hungry. I don't know, but I get hangry. Oh, we all do. And so how do you, how do you, what happens for you? Well, when I go to work? Mm-hmm. When it comes to food? When it comes to food. Well, originally, we, we, me and you had a solution for that. Yes. We would bring food. Yes. Um, when you left. Because um, we'd take turns bringing food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So sometimes I'll bring food. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just, you know. Do you I'll, count on the scavenger? 
You, you scavenge stuff out the window? Um, actually, I don't have to, you know, because I have I've been there so long. I have a great relationship with all my cooks. Okay. They'll make me what I want if I want it. You okay. Know what I mean? um, Towards the end of the night. Or? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, with, I'm never gonna bother. We we've been this business long enough where you're not gonna bother anybody during the rush. Mm-hmm. So either when I first come in, if I didn't eat all day, maybe I'll grab something light, like a quick little salad. I toss up myself. Maybe something easy like a little Caesar, throw it together. Mm-hmm. Something that just kind of gets me through. You know what I mean? This way I can come in with something. Do you eat the bread? No. I don't eat bread anyway, so it's okay. not part of my diet. Okay. Um, but I'll start with something light to just to kind of – and we also do, you know, like not every – but on my shifts, I, I'm a Thursday through Sunday kind of guy. So that's when we start to roll out the special. So usually on my shifts, on my Friday shift at least, when I come in in the afternoon mm-hmm. if I didn't eat, around like 5 o'clock I'm trying special. So – it almost is redundant. Like sometimes I'll come in and I'll make something really quick. And I'm like, man, why did I make that? Because then I have to try all these specials. <laughs> and I just wanted something light. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, the specials are a, a good time. Yeah. Some places are are fortunate enough to have like family meal. Yeah. I'm like, what is that like? Yeah. We do. We used to do it like once a week on a Saturday oh, yeah. or something and, like I mean, that. It, can't, it can only happen but once a week. You know, you can't have it every night. There's no way. That's Sometimes, I mean, I guess to put in places to do it, but I just... Well, let us know. Yeah. Let us know in the comments or reach out to me by email or even uh, Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Let me know if you're if you're eating bread at work. Yeah, how, how you're surviving the ship. How are you surviving the ship? Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I... And then it's it's really challenging for me because back then I used to eat bread, mm-hmm. you know, or... or something to pick any at. Man, any, anything to pick at. Some soup, something. Yes. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And now I'm more a narrow lane. Yeah. I tend to eat only, you know, live food mm-hmm. and things like that. So I... I what am I going to pick at? Exactly. And, and I like you, I have a couple of people I could lean on to mm-hmm. say, hey, can you make me this? But that narrow, that's a narrow window of yeah, time. Yeah, time. That's where it really breaks That out. I'm able to yeah, do that. Because, you, you know, when they're first coming in, they're, they're busy. You don't want to bother them at that point. Yeah. Okay. They got and to they, set up. Exactly. They're part of their, you know, they're coming in to set up. And so when you first get in there, they're just first getting there. Yeah. So there, there's that length of that tiny window, if you're lucky. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, maybe. Or you have to wait until the end. Yeah. In that last hour of business where you're like, okay, when you have a moment, can you just throw this on for me and I'll grab it whenever. And the specials, we're only trying one. Yeah, exactly. So then you're basically getting... A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. And and I end up being like a scavenger bird. You know, I'll kind of float through the window and then I'll, <laughs> grab, I'll grab a little grab something yeah. and I'll scurry away. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and and that's, that's how you basically... You're just basically surviving. You're floating to the end of the shift. You're floating till the end of the shift and therein lies the problem. Yes. The end of the shift means it's the end of somebody else's shift. Where are you going to go unless you have food prep at home or unless like, you know... I, and I do this to myself every time. <laughs> yeah. He calls me on a regular, where should I go eat? I need to eat something. I have to eat. I haven't ate yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Every time. And towards the end of the, the week, I, I I have not gone shopping. Mm-hmm. I go shopping several times a week, like t- today. <laughs> Today's Tuesday. I'm going to go today. Yeah. But by Saturday, there's no food in the it, house. It's, it's, it's the bare bones. It's the bare bones. And then you're tired. You know, think about it. On Saturday, when you get home... Do you really want to cook at midnight? You know what I mean? I don't. You don't. I don't. Okay? You 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 wanna you wanna just come home, digest something, mm-hmm. maybe put your feet up or definitely take a shower and then put your feet up. Yes. So it's one you know, 
You need to, you need to find all that. That's where the the issue lies. That's where the and so for me, I need to decompress before I do anything. anything yeah. So and, and let's talk about the feet. Yeah. I need new shoes already. I bought shoes in May. Oh wow. They're already down to the nub. Oh. And I don't work that much. So I this can't. Is. I looked at the bottom of their the, the soles are smooth as eggs. <laughs> You surprised not sliding all around the restaurant, huh? Man, I, I'm I'm penguin walking around there. <laughs> I, I, I really, I guess my brain automatically knows which part to kind of shorten yeah. my steps and where, because there's our floors aren't as slick as yours. You have mm-hmm. terrazzo, we have um, we have pavers. Yeah, so I can make them long strides and things like gotcha. that. Man, after one long shift, hop. my feet are are killing me. <laughs> you know, it's uh. I have one of those massage guns. Yeah. And I use it all the time. All the time. And it saves me. My shins, my feet. You got to buy good shoes. Yeah. And I'm all, I thought I bought good shoes. Here's the issue. I'll find a, a great pair of shoes and I can't find them by the time I need them again. Oh. Because they're constantly changing styles mm-hmm. or, you know, this whatever doesn't have them. And you buy nice shoes. And so you're like, I don't want to buy two at a time. No. <laughs> no. Who knows? If, listen, who knows in this business if you're going to quit yes. or get fired? Absolutely. So you're not trying to stock up on exactly. shoes? Exactly. No way, man. I barely even want to. I'm, st- I'm, I'm again down to one pair of pants. <laughs> I snagged the back of my new yeah. pants already. Uh, it's, the worst, it's, right? it's the worst. It's the worst. So th- those are th- some of the things. Like you, I mean, everybody's like, "Boohoo!" You got to buy shoes for. But I'm spending 150 on shoes. Yeah. Uh, and I got to do it again. I, I it can't even Twice last me. Exactly. Yeah. It can't even last Let's me a eight year. Months. Give me a year. Give me a year. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a year. And so, how do you how do you deal? Because you you work a, f- a a bit more than I do, or or at least longer <laughs> shifts. How do you deal with the feet, man? Oh, you know, I uh, actually I get, you know, not all the time, but like every when I want to treat myself, I, I do pedicures. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get them like every like three, every at least twice a year. Fancy man. At least twice a year. Okay. Well, because we're on our feet all the time, just like you said. We are. So at least twice a year. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not like a girl. I'm not there every month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I, if I would like to go every three months. Okay. Would be ideal, but at least twice a year, every nice. six months. Look at you. Um, just, you, got, you got to take care of your feet. You do. Um, and like you said, somebody coming home, just a simple massage. Like, give yourself a simple foot massage. Mm-hmm. Just kind of release some of that tension because there's a lot of tension in your Get feet. That that, yeah. that vibrating gun, bro. There's it's... a lot of tension in your feet. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta release some of that stuff, and just you know, just normal general stretching and stuff like that. Just taking care of your body is all you can do. Okay, what about grabbing things? Because I know bartenders have that. They're always in water and they're always constantly oh, thank grabbing God, things. Yeah, thank God I don't get the bar rot and stuff like that. that would be, <laughs> um, the fungus? Yeah. I I'm, I keep fit. So I, yeah. I go to the gym four or five times a week. And it is so that I can hold up doing this mm-hmm. job year after year. And so I look at... We're constantly carrying things. We're constantly carrying trays. We're constantly lifting things, things, picking up stuff. Yes, glassware, tables. Mm -hmm. It's a very physical, uh, physical job. Yeah. And so, do you when you carry trays? Do you use the fingertips or do you use the hands? No, I use fingertips. Okay. I can do both though. All right. I have. I have a. I can and I can use both hands too now. Nice. Well, when I was out of alignment, I would switch up my my Mm -hmm. hands. Mm 
And it does two things. When you're carrying a tray with your opposite hands, it helps you to concentrate a little bit more. It helps you to, to use other your op opposing muscles, that, yeah. and then it straightens, it keeps your, your spine straight. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you really want to... Um, be able to switch it up. Be able to switch it up uh, constantly, because you really don't understand, like, Clearing. You don't, yeah, you want to lean and then, yeah. You, once you're, you're carrying a tray, you start to counterbalance. Absolutely. And if you do that too much... It throws you off. It throws you off. And so it helps you to slow down. It helps you to think. It keeps, like, doing things in a different fashion keeps you, keeps your neuroplasticity, your, you, keeps yeah. you young, keeps your, your brain firing. It's uncomfortable for about a few days to a week, but once you do it, you start to... to Bounce, develop bang, bang, yes, yeah. mm -hmm. develop a different type of uh, mental strength and physical strength. But besides that, when when there's a, a large oval tray or heavy trays, I see most people automatically go to. If it's like super loaded up, yes, you're gonna need yeah, to you, you, do you, that. You need the support, absolutely. You need the support. Avoid putting it on your shoulder because then you really have to do more. Then you're leaning more. The more. Yes, the more you can 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 keep that stable. Here's the thing, your elbow flares out when you when you have to flatten your palm out. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stress on your on your forearm and on your on your wrist. So if you can practice, you could even start to do planks on your fingertips or even graduate to push-ups to increase your finger strength. And it doesn't take that much strength because all this the pressure is going to be Evenly distributed yeah. mm -hmm. among amongst your fingers, so this keeps you in a more neutral position. So although it looks harder, it's actually easier. Easy, yeah. Where your elbow is in a position where it's in not a lot of of stress, and so is your your wrist. Your, your wrist. Mm -hmm. However, once you move to this, you can notice what happens to my my whole yeah you know levers here. They start to change, and this is more. That's strenuous. This is this is very strenuous. Yeah. Never mind, you start to, you know, uh, count, do the counterbalance Absolutely. lean there, and even doing this without a, a, any any weight on it, it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But once you do that, this can drop, and you have much more of an even. Yeah, it, your your flow is better. Your flow is much better. <clears throat> so I'm always using the the fingertips, and it's if you if you have tumbler glasses. Eight, nine, ten of them. Yeah, on a tray, and then you have to navigate through a restaurant. It gets they get heavy, yeah. They get heavy, yeah. So I feel for people that aren't in shape doing, <laughs> doing this doggone job. And and those are some of the things besides the mental dance that you have to do that we go through absolutely constantly, constantly, constantly. So I mean, I'm really curious to know how people hold up because yes, I like my schedule in a row, but I can't not can't I won't do five in a row. Oh no. That's that's a lot. It, 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 I work five shifts in a row, but not five days in a row. Huh? Well, I work five shifts, but in four days. Oh, so it's the same thing. You're still, you're yeah, but, still. But, but that third day is huge for me. Off. I need that third day. Yeah. I'd rather have that third day off and work the extra and then kill myself for one day. Yeah. Than have to work five days in a row. Okay. So you're like uh, the nurses and firemen that yeah. do like three I'll, doubles. I'll, and I'll then, dig it. Yeah, I, yeah I'm right. I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying this is the most physical job in the world. There are other jobs that, oh, you know. Oh, absolutely. It just, just happened to be our job. Yeah. You know? And now, besides, let's wrap it up now. Besides the physical, let's talk about the mental juggling that we have to do 
being servers mm-hmm. or, or people in the restaurant business? Well, you're, you're like a chameleon. You know, you're playing all the different parts. That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You're, you're playing to the different people. You're playing, you know, you're, you're like the many-faced god in, in, uh, in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that show. And, uh, okay, so let's break it down. What is the mental juggling that we have to do? Because there are a lot of spinning plates that we have to keep up yeah. in the air. And it starts with our where we're coming from, mm-hmm. which is the restaurant side. We have to deal with our mandate from selling specials to what's what ha- what's happening on that particular day. day. And so we have to deal with a particular chef, a particular um, uh, cook, mm-hmm. a particular manager, particular co-workers. And so, yes, those are, that's number one. That's the first thing you that's the first thing in your mind. Yeah, those as, are the as you're first. walking the door. Who's doing this? Who's managing? Who's bartending? Who, yes. Who's my host? Who am I working with? Yes, okay. yes. Because you want to know how you're you're you want to know how to prepare yourself mentally for your shift. You yeah, like you know, certain people you know, you'd be like, okay, I'm okay. I don't have to worry about this part of the building mm-hmm. or this part of the building or you know, and then and then you're and then you also you come and shift like, man, I feel like I'm gonna have to work more today. You know, yeah. who you're with, you know. Look at who I'm working with. Yes, who you're with inside or who you're with, who who you who the person next to you is with. You know, because like we talk about side work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you share side work with another person. Usually there's two people on each side work or something yeah. like that. Or, you know, even at your spot, you, you guys, you, you might pool with somebody. So, mm-hmm. you know, you always like to know who you're with. Yes. Because that pertains to how easy your shift's going to be. Yes. How that vibe's going to be and how you can lean on somebody if you need to. Even if you're not pooling. The person next to you it's can huge. really affect you. Absolutely. Because their guests are going to engage you. Mm-hmm. Or if they're leaving big trays around mm-hmm. or whatever or not pulling their end of the side work. Exactly. And just taking going for self, taking care of their tables, that's a problem. Yep. So then you you end up, those are the first couple of plates that you're, you start spinning. Spinning, yep. And so as you walk around, you're like, oh, let's, uh, you know, for me, once I see who I'm working with, I kind of set my mentals that mm-hmm. way. You know, like, let me let me either rev up or rev down or just turn a blind eye. Yeah. Because I tend to be very direct. I'm like, hey, you know, I want this not this, today. This is how this is flowing. Yes. Okay, you're, you're getting on you're getting on the train with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I really don't, I really want to be, like you said, that chameleon part. Yeah. I really want to be the person still within myself that can work with, Anybody. With that particular yeah, person. Absolutely. You really don't want to say, oh, I can't work with this person or whatever the case may be, but you, you, you're a professional, so you, you, you have to. You got to move yeah, forward. Yeah, exactly. Now it comes to the guests. When you have, let's say, a family or you know, some older people or some young people or some businessmen mm-hmm. or uh, a bachelorette party. Those are all the different facets in the game. Those are all different facets in the game. Yeah. And and so even more plates are spinning. They need this on the table. They need to have this picture taken. They need to have, you know, this by mm-hmm. such amount the of time. time. Exactly. And so as you drill down, it's really a lot of mental juggling that you have to do. Like, okay, I can't do this because this chef doesn't like that. Or I have to do that. They don't want to pay for this. Or they have a problem with that. And now anything out of your control, you're still the face. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear it. No, exactly. They're talking to you. the last person they see. 
Yes. Well, the host is on first and last, but but you know, what I mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're the main person that they, they see. see. Yeah. They don't see the chef. They don't no. see the cooks. They don't see the eighty six list. They don't see the wines that we we may or may not have, or the beer that you know mm-hmm. that is is warm, or the cooler that broke down. There's always something. That's always that's what, something. There's always something. There's always something behind the scenes. Yes, the always. bathroom is out of order. The, yes, we. I'm curious to know how Disney runs because. I'm sure there's things that happen, oh. but we don't know. The, fl- the the parade must go on. It always, yeah, it, it has to. Yeah, when it comes down Main Street, baby, they don't want to hear that, you know, that vehicle's not that working. That machine is moving, yo. Yo, they took their money. Yeah. They took your money. So I want to hear it. That machine is moving. Yes. <laughs> so it's the same thing. When the guests walk through the door, we want to take their money. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to hear that you're out of this. They want to hear that, you know, this ball got dropped or this cooler's not working. Or, no. No. And that's the magic show that you have to... Yeah, oh. you got... you got, And you got to have... At least, if you don't have that option, you better have another option ready right away. Regarding what? Like, let's say you're out of something or you're this or you're that. You know, you want to you wanna be able to be like... To play them in, some, in a right direction right away. Well, ideally, yes. But how many... Oh, how many Sanseers do you have? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, there's only one choice. You know, there's nothing like sea bass. If you're out of sea bass, if you're out of lobster, you don't have a. You know, you're 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 serving disappointment. Mm -hmm. If you're out of the the cowboy, you don't have. Yeah. You know, if you're out of twenty, I'm gonna give you the Indian. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So that's that. And just so you know. A successful restaurant's gonna run out of stuff. Absolutely, that's the whole point. Yeah, if th- something's gonna be fresh, we gotta run out of something. Yeah, and if we're gonna be busy, we gotta run out of something. If we always have something, we failed at something. Yes, in theory, you know that's that's the whole yin and yang thing. In theory, you really never want to run out of anything, but it's a good. You, thing. And you especially don't want to run out at you know in the beginning of your shift or something like that you, then you drop the ball then you drop the ball yeah now if you run out when the last hour or two or la- you know last hour of service or whatever mm-hmm. then like you said we're a busy restaurant we're, we're this we're that that makes more sense especially even in the customer's eyes yeah because you don't want you know then you're kind of like yes we did run out but obviously you saw it took you that 30 minutes to get that table so we were going to run out of something or deliveries coming at 6:30 exactly. instead of 2 30 exactly you're, you're behind the ball you're you're behind the eight ball but you don't want to tell a guest that delivery came in late or anything. No. <laughs> Not that, only, that's the behind the scenes they don't need to see. They don't need to see yeah. and they don't know. Yeah, that's the illusion. And so what What we're probably going to do, we're going to wrap this show up here and do a part two. Yes. And then we're going to talk about the podcast side of things because we went long on the restaurant. This is what brought us things. to the content that we have. Yes. And now we're going to talk about how we've, since we've grown the show and doing what we've been doing with the show, how we've how we had to grow the show, how we had to Everything we had to deal with. Everything we had to deal with yeah. across the board. So tune in. We do this for you each and every week. Do let us know the issues that you have as a waiter or as a guest in uh, uh, coming to a restaurant. What is it that you see that you don't uh, you don't get? What's yeah. going on? And so I'm Marlon Joseph the Modern Waiter. I'm Danny Villa, subscribe, subscribe, people. We'll see you next time. Later. So glad you